Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. You're here today with Spring and Andrew, your favorite sex experts on the internet. And if you haven't been listening to us and we aren't your favorites, you, you we will be after this episode. How are you doing today, <laughs> Spring? This episode is going to be the one that turns you. Oh, that's a nice va- vampire reference, isn't it? It is a little vampire today. Um, no, this is this episode is not going to be groundbreaking. This episode is not going to be world-shaking. Um, now, I remember when I was 15 and this question hit me uh, for the first time, it was like an earth-shakingly terrible experience because um, today we're talking about hickeys and our question comes from a listener who says, uh, my boyfriend loves hickeys and I hate looking like I have hickeys. What do I do? Dump him. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Or no, <laughs> listen to the rest of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Spring, what are your thoughts on hickeys? What do you think about? Okay, so those for people who don't know, a hickey is whenever somebody sucks on your skin. Any part of your body, you can get a hickey, but most of the time we see them on people's necks. You suck hard enough and long enough to break all of the small uh, capillaries, blood vessels in the skin, and you end up with a reddish, purple, brownish, yellow, bluish, grayish bruise. Um wherever it happens. Um, And they can last from a few days up to a few weeks, depending on how intense that suction is and how much of a bleed, like, you know, there's personal characteristics. Some people, if you get a hickey, you're going to have it the whole two weeks. Some people, they probably go away in two days. Um, So that's what hickeys are. Uh, What do you think about hickey spring? Well, I would like to first mention consent. So if hickeys are done with consent, if both partners agree to the hickey, agree to the giving and the receiving of the hickey, then I think it can be super sexy. I think um, there is a bit of a lasting memory of that sexual encounter on your physical body. And if done with consent, I think that's sexy. I think it's a nice little reminder of a fun, passionate time that you had with somebody. Imagine the throw up emoji. Did you just throw up it? I think that's calling yucking my yum, Andrew. Um, I am Mr. Yucking. Um, no. So overall, uh, my like, sure. Consenting, giving hickeys. Like if you want to do that as part of your sex play, like I will be fully supportive of you overall in that. But most of the time, just like this listener who submitted the question, I don't know what to do. Um, I think the big problem with hickeys is that often they're they're not given in terms of consent. And we, and we can talk for a couple minutes about like why they're given. Um, but before we get there, my, my view on hickeys, most of the time when I see a hickey, it's on a child um, or it's on a young person or it's after a TikTok challenge or um, it comes after all of these different experiences and situations. And most of them, I, I think, could be formative to the development of sexuality. Um, but they just, they don't look like you're a, a healthy functioning adult to me. So that's my own personal opinion. Um, so, so if you're, sorry, if you're in a sexual, say, 
when you say on a child, you mean somebody young, like just learning about their sexuality. You like, don't actually like mean a 35. Child. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so that's where I'm coming from overall. I have tra- trauma with Hickey. So I was dating a woman uh, when I was, I don't know, 13, 14. Um, and she really liked to give hickeys too. And I was mortified, like little Andrew about to go to bell choir practice with a giant bruise up and down his neck showing that he'd been canoodling. Um, and I never gave consent. I was like, Sarah, that was her name. Please don't give me a hickey. Like, I don't like them. I don't want them. I don't think they're cool. Um, I, I don't want that i mean and i was also kind of going through this whole and i don't want to be with women and you're kind of my beard so i don't want you to be the one who's marking me um i have a lot of trauma uh little trauma now um with hickeys uh especially neck hickeys right like if i was with somebody and they love to give hickeys i'd be like yeah sure here's my peck or here's my thigh or here's my butt like you can suck on my butt all you want i don't care if there's a hickey there because nobody's gonna see that except for you um but at the time when I was with Sarah, uh, she was giving me hickeys so other people would see them. And 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 that was my problem with it. Like, no, I, I don't want this to be a loud proclamation of your suction cup lips on my neck. All right. So that's how I feel about hickeys. And it has not changed um, since then. But so, you know, like, my consent was violated at the time as well. So like, there's a lot of other issues surrounding it. Well, I think you bring up a lot of interesting points when you're talking here. So one is consent, of course, um, and the other is location. So, you know, hickeys can be given in various parts of the body and in different parts of the body, they don't have quite the same connotation, really. So when we see hickeys on the neck, it's very easy to identify them as hickeys because they're like usually lip mouth shaped, right? So they're about that size. And there are very few other ways to get small bruises like that on your neck, right? So it's very easy for someone to say, oh, who did that hickey come from when they see that on your neck? However, in other places, it's much easier to get bruises. We bang into things all the time with our arms and legs. So I think if that's something you're concerned about, if you're concerned about someone identifying it as a hickey and you don't want that, but you're interested in the idea of hickeys, there's also a lot of other places on the body that we could explore to do that. So the idea of consent is also, you know, around the idea of giving a hickey, but also around the location and um, what feels right for you. So I think, um, you mentioned, you know, this violation of your consent, but it also it was this violation of, you know, having people know that it's a hickey. So it's also that location was, I think, pretty important in that situation. Absolutely. Like uh, not on my neck and still today, not on my neck, though. I lived with drag queens for years. I have an entire skill set to get rid of the evidence, um, but we do need to take a short break when we get back, we'll talk about some of the reasons why people give or receive hickeys and then, you know, some some things that you can do to cope. All right, be right back. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, we're talking about your favorite love bite, the hickey, or your least favorite love bite, the hickey. Spring, do you remember when there was that big uh, trend on, uh, it was TikTok, where people were like sucking their lips into jars to give themselves giant inflated lips? 
And oh, they, yeah. That was really hard. I couldn't do it. I tried. Oh, geez. Uh, but if you look at those people's lips, they ended up getting a giant bruise all the way around their mouths. Um, they gave themselves a mouth hickey with their own mouth trying to have great big crazy lips. Yeah, I never I never did that because I knew exactly what would happen if I would have. And I really don't want big bruises on my mouth. All right. So uh, before we took the break, uh, we were talking about hickeys and some of our thoughts about them and what they are. And I think we should really talk about why people want or why people give hickeys. And, and there's a couple reasons. Um, the first is sometimes just in the heat of the moment, in the heat of passion, especially if you're a young lover and you don't really know what's going on and you have brand new sensations, you're sort of overwhelmed and you feel like you have to do something with your mouth and your mouth is close to somebody's neck and you're like kissing and nibbling and sucking and bam, there's a hickey, right? Um yeah, and I I think that actually happens quite often where it's not actually an intentional hickey. Sometimes it is definitely intentional. So I think let's separate the unintentional hickeys to the intentional ones. And I think unintentional ones happen um, in that like passion where you're just kissing, you're sucking, you're like sucking on the neck. And then like all of a sudden um, it's like, whoa, whoa there's a hickey there. Whoa, that feels like too much. The person might like pull away and be like, Oh, it's kind of feeling a little painful there. That could, that could be a little too much for me. Um, I've definitely had experiences like that where, where I've been kissing someone and then they're like, ah, I don't want a hickey. And I was like, what? Like, because I was not intentionally trying to give them a hickey, but they recognize that amount of pressure would probably leave one on them. Right. So there are these unintentional um, potential hickeys. And I think those are are different than what we're talking about when we're talking about like purposefully giving and receiving them. And, and yeah, I think they can happen. They're, they're, I don't know how common the unintentional hickey is as compared to the intentional hickey. We don't have statistics on that. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I think being aware that they can happen is important. And, you know, that could be something that you discuss with a partner before you even do anything, like ask them, how do they feel about hickeys, so that you're more kind of on the alert, so that you can be prepared to not kiss quite as passionately if that's something they're definitely not okay with. And like I said, it's something that happens much more frequently in very, very young people because they don't know their bodies that well. They don't, you know, like the passion is new for them. Um, and uh, fortunately, as we get a little bit older, the chances of you getting a random passion hooky, hooky, hickey decrease um, because people are just more aware of what's going on. Um, so if, if one comes from the, uh, from that state of passion where someone's not really aware, like that one, I'm a little bit more forgiving about, but not if it's on my neck. Like imagine a forehead hickey or a cheek hickey. I'm like, nah, nah. All right. The other kind of hickey and the one that really bothered me and the one that I experienced uh, so long ago in middle school was someone was trying to claim me as theirs. Like I'm putting my mark on you visually so people know that we're doing things together um how do you feel about those well i mean unless they're signing their name in hickeys which first of all i would be pretty impressed by your ability to do that there is no real 
knowing of who gave the hickey, right? So really, I think a hickey is a symbol of you're engaging in some type of sexual activity with somebody, not necessarily who it is. So I understand that that is a reason some people like to give hickeys, that it's like this idea of um, you're my partner, like some type of like ownership over that person and their sexuality. But um, unless you are necessarily advertising who gave you that hickey, then to me, I'm kind of confused by that. I'm like, well, it's, it doesn't actually say who gave it on there unless they're like signing it with a felt tip pin underneath each one. Hmm. So uh, as somebody who's been on the receiving end, like people knew. Um, and the other part of the reason why I really didn't like it on my neck is that the people around me started, you know, like snickering and making comments and, oh, Andrew's doing something like uh, the real maturity that other people around me showed uh, about me doing sexual things with people. Um, just not the on, on my neck. It's the first thing that people see, like the first conversation. Um, and like, sure, like we are sexual creatures. We're sexual beings and sex is great and we should be sex positive and we should be focusing on, you know, like all of the good parts of it. But I don't think entering into every conversation for two weeks with everybody uh, that I had from teachers to pastors to parents to other relatives to neighbors to people I was working with, with a great big giant hickey on my neck that someone used to mark me was a great way to enter those conversations. So and and, you know. Context is very important here. So you were in high school during this time and you're living with your parents. And that is also very different um, than, you know, as an adult or um, whatever other type of situations you might be in between high school and adult. <laughs> um, I had a friend last week send me a picture of their neck um, with two hickeys on it. And they sent me a message and they were like, OMG, last night was so hot. And and they were like showing off their hickeys to me as this like symbol of this great night they had. And so the context there is very different, right? Like that person really enjoyed that night and then was like wanting to share that with me and talk to me about it. And yeah, that's very different than you in high school not wanting attention, not wanting people to know about your sexuality that's like just blossoming right i mean even um, even today though right like you know I, I i'm a professional i work at a swanky university i teach in front yeah i air quoted professional um <laughs> uh, i wake i work at a swanky university i'm on research teams and meetings and people look at me all the time and it's not the first like i i want people to know that i'm sexual but if you have a giant hickey on your neck it's the first thing that they're going to see. And that's what they're going to focus on in the conversation too. Um, so I'm really glad that your friend got some hot, steamy hickeys and she shared yeah. them with you. But make sure that there's always consent surrounding the, the giving and receiving of hickeys. Uh, super not cool if you don't have consent because it changes every conversation around you. Even if you're on the train, even if you're walking around, every single person you see would be like, <laughs> Spring has a hickey. Uh, we know what she was doing, even though everyone's doing it anyway. We know that we're all doing it anyway. The hickey just changes the entire focus of the conversation or even noticing that person to someone was sucking on their neck. Well, 
And I think this actually leads really well into the next part of the conversation we have, which is how to cover up a hickey, how to reduce the inflammation, how to kind of shorten its lifespan, if that's what you want to do, right? And, you know, if you have a lot of skills to cover up a hickey, whether it's like you have long hair or you have um, some makeup skills or you have some scarves you like to wear, then that also changes the situation because if you can cover it, and let's talk about all the ways we can do that in more depth, but if you can cover it, then you have control over when you want it out and when you want it covered, right? So if you consent to having a hickey and you like that and you think that's hot and then you want to wear it around your neighborhood when you're going to grab a bagel, like whatever, and you you think that's hot. But then when you have to go to your Zoom meeting and you don't want people to see it, then like, and you know how to cover it, then that's also different context, right? You're able to choose who can kind of see it and when if you have those um, hickey cover skills. Hickey cover skills. Um, so there are a couple medical things that you can do as well. Um, a hickey is just a bruise, right? It's just a bruise under your skin. Um, there's not a lot that we can do overall, um, except warm compresses help the body clear the fluid and get rid of it a little bit more quickly. So that's like the only medical thing. And I love that Spring's talking about like scarves and makeup and yeah, you can go to a drugstore, you can buy yourself like a $3 tube of concealer um, and you want it to be um, a little bit uh, lighter than your actual skin tone. I also would recommend getting a beauty blender and just dab it until you can't really see it anymore. And if you have something like setting spray, you can set it on your neck as well. But um, just cheap concealer. Let's talk about a couple of those words you just said a little more, because not all of our listeners might use makeup regularly. So let's just talk about some of those <laughs> words. So um, so if you're going to a drugstore and if you are someone who doesn't normally wear makeup and you feel nervous um, talking about that, you could ask someone to go with you or someone that you know that uses makeup maybe to help you go to the drugstore. And... You could also order things online. You could also, if you're like into the idea of hickeys, buy some makeup in advance so that you're prepared for this. So it doesn't have to be like a ah, panic situation, like when you need to deal with one, right? So you could have a little bottle of like one of the cheaper brands of like foundation or cover up. And then the beauty blender thing that Andrew was talking about is like a little sponge that you use to like blend. So you would like put the makeup right on the hickey and then blend it out. So it kind of blends into the rest of your skin, right? So it might look, especially if you don't use makeup a lot, like there's a slightly different color area on your neck, but that would look very less obvious, right? Like it might just look like um, the color of your skin kind of shifts a little there. So that type of thing is is also normal in our bodies. So that would be something that like wouldn't really draw people's attention or questions to. So if you're interested in playing with hickeys, you could also get a little bottle of some type of foundation or cover up, try with a sponge, try blending it on, just practice that a little bit. So you feel confident that when you have a hickey and when you feel the need to cover it, you're ready. You're like, yeah, I, I, got I have it. the skills. 
You can always give yourself a hickey cover skills. You can always give yourself a hickey as well. It's really easy to give yourself a hickey on your forearm if you want to practice your makeup skills there. But do it in your non-dominant hand because you're going to be applying makeup with your dominant hand most of the time. Let's see. Uh, I think so. I so when you travel to Europe, there are a ton of scarves everywhere, Uh, and when I'm there, I'm like, I kind of giggle to myself. Like all of these people are just covering hickeys. Now I know they're not unless you're in France where everyone has hickeys all the time, but um, scarves are a great way to cover up your hickey. Um, If you live in a climate that's cold enough in Miami, you would melt. Um, And I'm sure in New York right now, you would also melt happy pride. Everybody we're still in June. Um, You could also wear turtlenecks, right? There's different kinds of clothing that you can wear that will completely cover it. And no one will even, No, Um, unless you've never worn a turtleneck ever. And then all of a sudden you wear turtlenecks every day for two weeks and then everybody will know. But turtlenecks, scarves, um, different kinds of clothing and jackets and hoodies, all of those can potentially work to cover up a hickey as well. So there's lots of things that you can do. Warm compresses, makeup, scarves and clothing. And and if you also like say you have longer hair, like maybe you ask for the hickey to be on the back of the neck a little more. Or if you're worried about the clothing, maybe you can ask for it to be like lower on the neck more toward the collarbones, right? So you can also like think about where on your body feels sexy and yet also coverable to you if you if that's important to you so that then um when you're ready to engage in hickey play you can actually give directions into the areas of your body that you would be interested in doing that and and so like besides like things further away from the neck you could also like just talk about the area of the neck that is okay and the area of the neck that is not okay for you yeah all right so hickeys i don't like them very much I'm not going to judge you if you have one, uh, but I will think about you having sex. That's the other weird, weird part, right? Like if you see someone with a hickey, you're like, oh, I know what they've been doing. It's crazy. All right. So anything else that we need to say about hickeys? And I'm, I'm pontificating about like, when I see a hickey, what happens in my brain? And it's a mix of like, ugh, and a mix of ha, 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 ha. But I don't want to give, I don't, you know, I don't want to support either side. Don't want to like, you know, giggle at somebody who's having one because I want to encourage them having the sexy fun that they want to have. Um, but then I think to myself, like, oh, I don't want people looking at me that way either. Um, but if I ever get a hickey spring, I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, not not in a happy, like, oh, look, I had a passion to sex. I'll be like, look at what this turd did. I am so <laughs> pissed off right now. What should I do? I need your help. If someone's giving you hickeys and you don't want them, um, you need to have conversations about boundaries and consent. And if they continue to give them you hickeys, you need to dump them because they don't respect you. Like there's just nothing else that you can do in that situation. Um, So my recommendation to our listener, getting back to that question all the way at the beginning, is that if your partner keeps giving you hickeys and you don't want them, and you're telling them very clearly that you don't want them, they're violating your consent. They're violating your boundaries. They're not taking you, your thoughts, your opinions, your desire into account when they're making those decisions. And you need to break up with them. Like that, that's really serious, like what you should do in that context, unless you want to live the rest of your life with somebody who's not going to respect your boundaries. Because, you know, hickeys are pretty innocent and pretty silly. That's why Spring and I are kind of laughing about them overall. But if someone's giving you hickeys and you don't want them, there's a lot of other things that they're likely going to do to you over time as well um, and not listen to you and and not listen to your boundaries and and really not take your consent into account when they're when you're, you're making decisions. So. 
Uh, advice, dump them. There we go. Spring? <laughs> well, I would say that hickeys can be fun. <laughs> they could be playful. If you're interested, play around with them in places you feel safe with first, and then maybe move to other more visible areas. And yeah, I think that sometimes we also don't know if we like things until we try them. So I would also say if you haven't tried it, like it's a pretty um, low risk kind of, uh, you know, kind of almost like kinky on the way to kink, at least uh, thing to try. So if it feels intriguing to you, yeah, try it out on a place. And, you know, I'm going to suggest a place that I think is like um, a nice place for a hickey. Um, I'm going to say like the inner upper arms and also the inner thighs, like those are both, um, you know, the skin is very similar to the neck. It's like a softer skin that like will take a hickey well. <laughs> and also those can be some safer places, but also can feel really sexy. So I think you could try out some of those places first and see how that goes for you. Mm -hmm. If you uh, have a bleeding disorder or if you're dating somebody who has a bleeding disorder, do not give them hickeys. They're they, just important to say, like there are medical times and places. Um, but I, I agree with Spring. Um, like there are lots of other parts of your body where kissing and nuzzling and sucking can be very sexy and can be very intimate and can be very fun that don't shout to the world. Hey, everybody, look, someone uh, I was having sex and look at my neck now. Like a so inner arm, inner thigh, butt tummy, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening today, everybody. If you have any questions about this show or any other questions about sex or sexual health or relationships or romance or really anything at all, we'd love to chat with you. You can uh, email us. We're the sex wrap at gmail.com. Uh, that's wrap with a W. You can call us at 413 I wrap it. Um, and you can check out our social media and DM us there at the sex rap. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hi. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too afraid. Music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.